The views, comments, and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Morris Media Studios, MorrisMediaLive.com, or its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, party people, mamas, kids, children, aunties, uncles, grandmas, grandpas, and everything in between. Welcome to You Got 15 Minutes. Ooh. Ah. Uh, welcome. If you guys are new with us, um, sit back, enjoy your time. If you got 15 minutes, you will love us. <laughs> and um, if you're new or I'm sorry, if you're returning to the show, welcome back. <laughs> and you guys already know, if you guys want to uh, say anything that's on your mind or anything, you can call in studio, 323-815-4204. I now. am Jay Green. And this is G here in the building. I'm back. Mm-hmm. You already know. Back with more to say. So, um, yes, we are definitely, it's a, uh, I mean, is it officially, well, no, nah, I guess it ain't officially spring yet, but like for me in LA life, it's spring. Well, you already know what I'm going to say. <laughs> what is it, best friend? That um, the minute February <laughs> ends and March 1st becomes a thing, it's my birthday because my birthday is the 18th. Um, so it doesn't really matter if it's spring or not. <laughs> Because it's, her birthday. it's my birthday. So I think the first day of spring, though, is like the 20. It's something way hella 20 from here. something. But it's um the f- sec, what's today, the third? It's mm-hmm. the third day of my birthday month. <laughs> so that's what really matters. If you don't remember anything else from this show, just know that in 15 days, a star was born. This right here was brought to you live. So just know that. March 18th. Set it in your calendar. We also have a show the day before, which is St. Patrick's Day. So yes, yes, yes. We will be here live for you then. Always. Um, so yeah, let's jump in because what? we have things that we build up and we be waiting to talk about them. Yes. And then we try not to talk about them. <laughs> then we end up like trying to like kind of sideway talk about them before we get here. And then we never get to talk about all of them. So today we had to kind of make a few adjustments, though, because we were planning on having the fabulous JP back again for round two. But unfortunately, he wasn't able to make it. So we're going to wing it. So if we seem a little like, (laughs) that's why we're figuring it out as we go. So starting it off, though, we are going to talk about some um, things that we loved, some things that we hated. Some music that we discovered and some um, movies and shows that we discovered. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know. I'm going to start off with a show that I saw. No, 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 no. Let's not talk about the shows yet. Let's wait. Let's wait. Let's let's get to the business. Let's wait. Let's talk about serious stuff first. Because sometimes we start on stuff that's really like, (laughs) we be like, and then we forget to talk about adult-like situations. So, before we get back to that. See, I told you we were going to have some bumps. So... (laughs) Let's talk about the insurrection real quick. The hearing, I should say. 
So I don't know if a lot of you guys have been following it. Mm-hmm. If you have, call us, 323-815-4204. I want to talk about it as usual. We want to hear about it. Um, don't be scared to call. Nobody don't. can see you. You're just on the radio. We won't bite. We won't bite, and we promise we'll make it easy and fun. Right. Um. So the insurrection hearing. So I haven't watched a lot of it. Uh-huh. And I'm kind of embarrassed to say I did. I haven't really followed. Yeah, it. Yeah, I wasn't able to. I've been at work. Yeah, right? and it's during hours when I'm at mm-hmm. work, so I can't really watch it all the time. But today, I happen to be watching yeah. it while I ate breakfast, and. When I tell you, I don't, I can't even remember what this woman's name is, but this white woman they have up there asking <laughs> these fucking idiots questions. She She's is making one, huh? all. I I need to figure out her name tomorrow. Be going. I'm gonna watch some more of it tomorrow because it's like it's like the no bullshit of 2021. She she, came she was asking questions that were like. You felt stupid trying to figure out an. <laughs> I felt dumb for them. So it was um, the people that were that she was, um, I guess, examining was the like Department of uh, Homeland Security, like advisor mm-hmm. or director or whatever, um, who she looked like she was ready to pee and pee on herself and cry. She looked so nervous and like she looked a, so like scared a dog when they get in trouble. She at one point she was sitting like this. And I could see her hands. Like I could grip see her, the grip. Uh-huh, the and then she, the other woman that was crossed, that was examining her was like saying something and she was going. And then there's a moment when like, I guess they're asking these questions to who, whomever of yeah, you is going floor. to answer. Uh-huh. So it's like the Department of Homeland Security. It was um like the, I don't know what he is, but he's some sort of general because he's wearing a decorated mm-hmm. outfit. And he's pretty much in charge of deploying the National Guard. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the uh, like Secretary of Defense or something. Mm-hmm. And like three other people that all were in charge of our security for the country. Mm-hmm. And the woman that was asked, she was this blonde woman. If you know her name, anybody. If call you know me. who I'm talking about, know. please call us and tell us her name because I was so caught up in how yeah. she was rating them <laughs> that I didn't even check out... I didn't even check out her name. I was just like, bitch, I need you. Right. When there's she, things she needs going to be on. your fixer, huh? Oh, <laughs> like legit. So she was like, they used so many words and it was so fast and it was so like, oh, magnanimous mm-hmm. that I was like, I barely understand. I was like, let's try to figure out Spanish. And I was like, you know, you know some yeah. words, but you don't know enough, but you know enough to be like, oh, they talking about oranges. Right. Like, they're or talking like about reading hoof. the back of like a, a nutrition label yes. or something. So <laughs> she pretty much asked them, like it was like it was like if I said so you needed permission to do to to deploy the National Guard you needed um you needed approval <laughs> from someone and the, and they're like yes and and then she's like so you needed approval from them for this but this but this particular thing saving the capital doesn't fall into that category of stuff <laughs> that you would need permission for so why didn't you deploy and they were kind of like. And then, <laughs> and then and then they asked they asked um they asked the oh it was like the she was something uh, something to do with the FBI she mm-hmm. her I just remember her last name is Sanborn and she had a Karen haircut and um she Not with the, the Karen, with the the Karen with the, special with the bang with the bang <laughs> and uh and highlights and shit it it was Karen t- circa That's 1999 Karen it was Johnny K plus eight Karen yeah it was her anyways but dark anyway so. <laughs> More importantly, they asked her, they were like, yeah, you run the FBI. Y'all are looking at tweets, looking at right. buzzwords. Y'all you are looking at all this. Your hot list. Y'all are doing all this shit on the internet all day. This is pretty much my summarization 
of what this white woman said to this other white woman and I was dying smoking my blunt. Okay? I was dying this morning at like 9 o'clock like, oh, this is amazing. This is exactly the kind of television I needed. <laughs> the energy I needed in 2020. Oh my God. It was the greatest way. Because they had nothing to say. She was like, you sit, you pretty much sit and and your whole job, FBI, is to find out about shit before it happens. Everybody else knows. And you guys can find out all this other shit, but you guys couldn't figure out that they was going to bring weapons and shit to the front of our house and they were the girls like oh well you know we get tips and stuff like this all day and if we responded to every type of uh, uh you know if we if we responded to everything like this every single day hoax it, or yeah it's like it we you know we never know and she was on some like but there's <laughs> tweets <laughs> she's like right. but there's this then senator feinstein came in she i don't know if she had spoken earlier but mm-hmm. she made it seem like she had been waiting that entire time and just been like <laughs> taking everything in because uh-huh. she said i've been sitting here listening uh, and trying to find an answer from which all motherfuckers she's been in the mix for shit a minute, are run- so she Y'all, knows what's they, up uh, it was like they were in there spreading dog shit across the floor mm-hmm. And Feinstein was like, I'm I'm not gonna step on I that. See which behind it came. I from. know who I know you put that there. Like it was just so she goes, uh, she pretty much was like, So you're saying that you didn't know that it was gonna happen on March sixth, but y'all sent out this memo on the fourth that y'all knew something was gonna happen between the fifth and the sixth. So explain to me why, because then somebody else was like, oh, well, I, I couldn't I couldn't tell anybody to deploy because it happened between this time and this time. And I and we didn't find out until like 30 minutes later. We were off. It, and then somebody <laughs> we else was lunch. like, somebody else was like, well, well, and then because he didn't know and then we got to get permission from him. <laughs> and so I didn't do it. And then the, the other list, she in the corner like this, like <laughs> drinking her water all nervous. So, I know I should have probably should have made fun, but it was fucking great television, okay? Right. Because watching these people sweat, because it's true. You guys will, f- they will find anything else on the internet. You guys will, like... Period. Well, they're, they're watching everything that you're saying, and then these whole groups of people, like, the memo was like, the, the FBI bitch literally said, yeah, we knew they was bringing guns. But we thought they was going to shoot amongst each other. She literally said we knew they were bringing, we were bringing, they were bringing stuff, but we didn't think they was going to attack us. We thought they was going to fight each other and we was just going to watch. So we were like on alert for that, but we didn't think anything was going to happen. We didn't think they were coming at the, here. So then they're just up there making complete asses of themselves. Right. They thought and they could watch from their office window. Like, wow. Yo. They really are running amok down it, there. It was insane but then you get to that point when you're watching that type of shit where you're like then you realize you snap out of the, What's the comedy on? of it and you're right. like this is really happening and she's really up there asking you these questions and you guys look like you guys look just as stupid as the person at McDonald's that you're like did you put extra pickles and they're like or our Ugh. former president cause it's like y'all out here looking like when you ask five brothers and sisters who did it exactly. and then they're all like there's the one that's like Yo, I'm gonna buckle. Somebody say something. Somebody's gonna and, snitch. You know, and it's like, what? Yep, and y'all one. are grown, and these are the people in charge of our country. So, what are y'all really worth? No, when y'all couldn't get up here she, and speak for yourself. She asked the girl who was, I think her last name is uh, <laughs> Smith, 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 something like that. And uh, she was doing like this. They asked her, she asked her, uh, like there's a process or there like, or I forgot what exactly she asked her. She was like, but how does this go? Basically? Like you're a part of that team that figures this out. Explain to me how that works. She went, 
oh, uh, me and my team are a very small, we control a very small part of what actually happened. So um, I can very, I'm very happy to bring the Secret Service or CIA in here to explain it to you. Furthermore, <laughs> madam, because I don't feel comfortable. And she went, so if there's a bunch of processes and a bunch of things that go along with that, I need you to explain them to me so that I can understand why you guys didn't deploy anybody. Mm -hmm. And she was also like, mm -hmm. it was so, I was just like, oh my God, she, <laughs> it, it was amazing. It made me upset. It obviously, it made me laugh. And right. it made me, but it, but at the end of it, I was really like this whole thing is a sham it's all run by a clowns and it's a shit show and yeah it's like putting your homies in, in court <laughs> you're like hey so why'd you do it <laughs> and then they're like i don't know and you're like you don't know you sure they're like we were there you you know <laughs> you know what? we you were read. all there together yeah. no like, and they're all sitting there going how are we supposed to answer this when we're all in on it together and then they period. can't they can't all be like well trump said not to send anybody. Then they they know can't say coming. that. Uh -huh. Yeah, and then there's something that they they said something though that um, there was something written that has to get approval from someone to not send um, help. And it's like I think it was either Feinstein or it was the woman that was reading everybody that was like, um, when do, she was like, when has uh when has an order to basically request military help ever needed a personal approval from someone? Right. She's like, doesn't that sound odd to you that that to not have to to get to to not have anybody deployed in the moment of need had to be personally like, approved sense. by somebody? Like, why would that even happen? And so the <laughs> everybody up there was pretty much going, well, we learned so much from this, and we realized that we need to figure out more. We're gonna do so much better next time because we just thought that we were prepared, and it was like you were prepared because you thought they were gonna fight each other. And that then, sounds like exactly what they said about coronavirus, and here we are, five hundred thousand deaths. And then later. he kept he kept asking the, <laughs> the FBI woman, which I would think you guys are going to trial on TV in front of the whole world to defend to world. defend why you didn't defend the country, and you don't even have your shit together. That's like she. This might as well have been. An episode of People's Court with Judge Millian, <laughs> where they get Judge up there Judy. and Judge they don't, got and they don't have anything to say, and they're just like, "Well, where's your proof? Do you have a phone record? Do you have a bill? Do you have anything signed?" And they're like, "No, she said it on the phone." And then they're, they're like, "Oh, well, well you know," dismiss. and then, yeah, and they dismiss it. It was pretty much the same thing because he was he was asking her. Um, okay, so, you know, you guys have uh, charged 300 people with the insurrection. Do you know how many of those people are get like, what's the percentage or the difference of people that are getting charged with um, uh, uh, trespassing or people that are, like, what is the breakdown of what those 300 people are getting charged with, pretty mm -hmm. much? And what's the highest one, what's the highest, highest, charge. highest charge and um, that people have received not mm -hmm. not necessarily what's the worst but like what's the most like did did more people get trespassing uh -huh. than more people got you know what whatever yeah mm -hmm. so she was like well i don't really have those numbers at this time he said well how many guns were seized and she was like uh none <laughs> he was like well how many shots were fired that day and she was like uh to mine she literally said to my knowledge only the woman that got shot, that that woman. And he was just kind of like, so you don't have any, like, I wanted to ask her, so what are you so guys doing? in the Capitol and y'all don't know what And y'all don't know how many, y'all don't even know, and you got up here to defend how 
smart you're supposed to be and how you're supposed to be taking care of this and how you learned from this happening a month ago. They're like, but you still don't know how many people and you still don't have, you can't sit there and be like, most of these people were charged with this. She goes, that's what we're still trying to figure out. (laughs) But you could charge 300 people, but you don't know what you charged them with. They picked the short stick and they had to be the one to go up there and do, go get interviewed or, uh, I guess it's not an interview, huh? You're getting examined. Yeah, you're getting examined. It was uh, so embarrassing. <coughs> That's what it was. It was it was it was embarrassing. But nonetheless, it made for great television. <laughs> I learned a lot about how they don't know shit and I could get up there and run. And I'd probably make a better presidente or a better senator <laughs> or a better congresswoman or anything else that I'm gonna purposely mispronounce. Right. So, Grannies for Congress Gran- women 2020. Hey. <laughs> but it, we're going to get it done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but anyway, yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting that, you know, uh, the one time that I decided to turn it on and watch it, it was a fucking shit <laughs> show. time to be and alive. What time to be alive. Watch this white woman just, she just ripped them. Uh, and they were just, when the woman started doing like this, and I was looking at her hands it's like. provocative. It gets, it the, gets people the people going. going. <laughs> Man. So if you don't, you know, if, if you don't get anything else from watching it, maybe you don't like politics, you know, you think it's boring. That shit's not that boring. When th- this is right. not that boring. It was pretty amazing. Real life it was real life. Especially when it's live, too. It's like, Yo. yes. Yo. There's no delay on this. There's none. It was just pure idiocracy. And I was here for it. And then it's but like I'm the also angles, sad about they're it. They're like, boom. Yeah. Boom. They're shook. Boom. They want answers. Boom. They're and back, no, and still it was, shook. the cold part is that the at one point the cameraman, it wasn't even like here and then boom, you're at the next shot. That motherfucker was literally panning. He was literally like, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. And they, there's no time. Mm-hmm. There was, I think there were like two cameras in there because they just yeah. kept jump, jump. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, this is lit. Like you're getting them when they're shuffling their papers and they're just like. Right. Oh, uh, so like, uh, Madam Chairman. Blah, blah, the, yeah. A fake answer that I can't. It was lit. It was lit. So anyway, that's my, that was my take on what I watched this morning <laughs> instruction because it was amazing. It was amazing. Great TV. And I suggest that everybody right. watch some Check of it, it because you I never know. know. I, definitely, I seen a few clips, but it's like I, I like to see. I need to see the theatrical build. I like to see all of it. I like to see the crinkles in the faces. I need to see all that, all the reactions. I want to see those small. All that when the when the answer gets when the, when the question goes, their face yeah slightly just drops no. like. The whole time. Oh, my stomach gurgled the a little whole bit time. just now. Yeah. But and then they had them side by side, so you could see <laughs> as she's saying, and they're going. <laughs> oh, they split screened. That's it was great. What I'm talking. It was about. amazing. So, um, yeah, that was you know, I just felt like I needed to talk about that because right. we haven't really talked about Trumps. We've kind of left him yeah, alone. Yeah, we've left him alone. But for every a once bit. in a while, I got to come in there and just Girl. you know because these about are people it. that run our country. Regardless of even now, Trump's not there. They are. And you see how he had them acting out in the world, out there raising the capital, and they're over here like we don't know how many guns. But the military showed up when Black Lives Mattered. The military showed up when everybody was rioting out out, out here or all over the country. Really, the military military was there then. It wasn't like well, who called everybody? Who told y'all to come? They were out here. They had every branch, every everywhere, everybody out so it's here. Like, okay, but I feel like now it's to the point where, like you said, if you don't watch it. 
you everyone I think at this point has seen something either on TV or experienced something in real life or like on TV via the riots or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. that makes them feel to take one stance on it or yeah. the other. Like yeah. either you're like, nah, the police did me like this, you know, like you have your own personal experience or mm-hmm. it's like, okay, no, I, I like the politics side of it. You know, I want to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like everybody at this point, you can't like be you can't neutral. Deny it. You know what I'm saying? You can't, it, you can't there's no there's way no you fence. can just be like, you know, they're good guys, but like, but yeah, you know, they don't do the right thing. It's like, nah, pick a side. Right. Cause nowadays it's too much going on that people are just like now people just bold. With their disrespect. And now the internet is out here. So it's like people getting exposed. Like how before we were talking about all those people uh-huh. getting fired and all that uh-huh. stuff. Like, yeah, the internet got y'all caught up. This ain't the 80s and 90s when <laughs> y'all could talk mess and didn't right. nobody and know. Nobody knows. And it was on somebody's little VHS uh, recorder. Right. And now it's on the internet and you viral before the end of the day. And you're fired the next morning when you go to work. So you're it's viral. like. You're viral within so like, your lunch break. Thanks, internet. Okay. Thank you. The, the, the internet does wonders y'all right. be finding people the so. internet is what's getting all these people arrested for the insurrection but <laughs> kudos to all those people that took those bomb ass pictures and that got themselves caught and uh, <laughs> you know cause Why? now you're going down in history <laughs> but enough about the insurrection let's get back to the fun stuff cause that was our little important part that I want to talk about cause we, if we'll get caught up Just talking about all bit. this extra stuff <laughs> we'll keep going y'all know we'll keep going, going but if you want to go away. with us call us 323-815-4204 um okay movies music all the new fun stuff Different. you want to go first you want me to go first mm-hmm. um, we can do one anyway okay um so my mute oh no my show so well not my show my well kind of so one of my shows came back on we'll okay. just start there snowfall <laughs> snowfall okay. i know you don't watch it i mean i started watching it and originally in the first season but like I got probably most of the way through, and then I just kind of like, man, I started nah, watching something else, and I don't finish it. It's so good, and it finally came back on. I'm not going to spoiler alert, because I barely watched episode <laughs> two yesterday, and a new episode come on tonight, and I'm probably going to watch it uh, in the morning when it comes mm-hmm. on at 12. But it came back on. If you guys don't know, Snowfall comes on FX. Um, it's a show. They don't officially say that it's about Ferrari Ricky Ross's uh, life, but... It is, and it's about how <laughs> crack made its way into L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, shit's get real, y'all. It's 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 a great show. It's It'll have you definitely on the edge of your seat, definitely waiting for the next episode, definitely trying to watch any type of trailer, any type of anything just to see what kind of shit is going to mm-hmm. go down because it's filmed out here, yeah. obviously, mm-hmm. and it's it just takes you back to, I mean, we were little, yeah. but you still, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's super, I like time period pieces. Oh, yeah, I too. know you do too. Uh-huh. So if you're one of those people that, you know, still wants to watch like I a like shoot my up LA, I like my L.A. stuff, yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> so it's really great. The um, actor that plays the main character, Franklin, mm-hmm. I forget his name, but he's a British actor. He's amazing. Uh, his fun fact is that his um, vocal coach mm-hmm. was Exhibit. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. <sighs> and, um... <laughs> Uh, it, yeah, it's a really great show. It just started, came back on like the 24th of February. Mm-hmm. So it's been on for like two, it's been on for two, like weeks, two weeks now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's really great. I'm really happy it came back on. It's definitely worth having a COVID friendly viewing party or 
Zoom. Or watch it together, right? Party. Zoom. Yeah, together, watch it together. Watch it and the then, time. you know, just be on a Zoom or start a room on Facebook. I don't know. But yeah, or maybe Zoom after you guys all watch the episode and then, like, yeah. like talk about it. But know? it's it's really good. And I was really happy because it was obviously it was off because of COVID. Everything took like yeah. a year off. So, and then it's one of those things where, because, um, uh, John Singleton was the director, and then he mm, passed. Yes. So then the third season See, came and I out. Forgot about that he the, was the one that directed. R.I.P. The third season came out because it was already. I feel like it was already Pre-filmed. almost finished uh-huh. filming. So um, they finished it out, but then we didn't know if we were gonna get a season four mm-hmm. because he was gone. And then they made the announcement when it, that it, maybe a couple months ago that it was coming back out, and everyone was freaking out. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy it came back. Yeah, I can feel the difference. Uh-huh. It got it's gotten but then I don't know if that's just me being critical of the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean of the show or because of the direction that history well what the show is going in, like yeah. that I'm like, mm, we're we're going a little bit. Uh-huh. You know, but I'm still totally into it. So yeah, it's great. You should start watching. You should just yeah, I give it a second re- chance. Uh well see, my thing is just the commitment. I can't commit, like I can't binge. Or, like, I'll get to the point where I binge it, and now it's just become this long movie. So yeah. So when I want to start it again, I'm like, I need to watch it over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I forgot the good parts. I'm going to miss a thing because I forgot the one little key part of this. And then I want to watch it over. And then by that time, I fall asleep. And then it's like, <laughs> then I'm on to the next show after that, and I can't. So it's like the commitment of watching it. And then if it comes on, like, like the shows that debut weekly or, like, bi weekly, because they but still do it like TV. Like, yeah. When they yeah. do it like TV. That mess is grinding up. What do you I mean? Stay, it's just back I to old school. I can't sit and wait for the one day to watch the show. Well, no, but then you can watch it the next yeah, day. But, but I'm saying, yeah. still, you, but even consistently, it's oh. like, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. See, sometimes <laughs> I make myself wait. When it comes out weekly, mm-hmm. I'll make myself wait so that I can watch two episodes at one time. Gotcha. And But then I don't like, then the spoilers. Yeah. You know, then that's what fucks you up. And then trying to talk about it, like, here And I anything. hate spoilers. I'm I sometimes hate I like spoilers. talking about them, but that, anyway, no, 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 I'm just saying. But some people, but see, some people respectfully, they've got their film and movie entertainment etiquette, and they know right. how to describe. And then right. some people get the dirty pleasure of spoiling things. And I don't it's like, know how to describe. Please shut up. I will give you the whole synopsis. <laughs> yes, yeah, I will explain. No, she's gonna give you the, the overall, entire she's movie. Play by play, and I know that I do that. And then they give you the well. This is why I recommend it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Because there's a reason. And I know that I have to do it. Because, But but then I have to be like, I, it, sometimes I have to gauge it on how interested you are in me telling you. Because if you're not interested, then I'm going to tell you the whole shit and then you don't have to go watch it, bitch. Because you wasn't mm-hmm. even interested in the first place. Right. So I'm going to tell you to end. But, yeah. if you see, <laughs> but if you seem slightly like, what? Uh, you might watch it? Yeah, if you might watch it, then I'll be like, girl, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And then maybe I won't tell you all But you it. usually know the things that I will or won't watch. But so not, I'm, I'm like, not talking nah. about you. I'm talking about you, yeah, yeah, I'm talking yeah. about in general. Mm-hmm. Like, pe- if people are like, then I'm gonna be like, oh, well, now I can just explain to you. <laughs> yeah, because you're not gonna watch it. Yeah, you're not gonna watch it. I can tell you so everything. now I can just talk about That's it. That's how yeah, I feel too. I totally. feel like if I know you're not gonna watch it, I'm like, let me just ruin it for you because, yeah. or, but I feel like there's those kind of people that need to know a little bit. Like, you got a hook, line, mm-hmm, sink them. Mm-hmm. And then because they know, they're like, well, let me see what it's about. Like, mm-hmm. they're the people that will watch it even though they know everything yeah. that's gonna happen. Yeah. Because then they're just like, well, let me see if she what she says no, is right. You know what really pisses me off is when you tell somebody like, and and you already know, I stay finding <laughs> stuff out way before it's popping. I stay finding music 
and sharing it with all of my goofy ass friends. And then they'd be like, ah, that's so dope. And I'm like, yeah, I found out about Russ seven months before he came Shut out. Up. Yeah, I'm never going <laughs> to. Y'all don't know because we weren't here yet. But uh, when I find shows and I find especially TV shows and stuff on Netflix, like stuff yeah. that's like you binge it out mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, shit. I hate when I find something and then y'all monkey asses want to come back hell later talking about, oh, yeah, I've seen this. And I'm like, I told you to watch that like, like six hey. months ago. And then you want to sit there and have this whole conversation with me about it. And I'm like, I don't care. You're like, that was six months I ago. I watched it six months ago when it was You're popping. Like, I barely remember. And I hate that about Netflix because I'll watch some of those movies that all of a sudden start trending six months later. Like yeah. Money Heist. Mm, uh-huh. Me and Silas, shout out. We were watching Money Heist in the beginning of the quarantine. Shut And the second it dropped. Really? We watched all of it. We watched it in like two weeks. It was like six episodes, like six seasons because they did like this, they did this weird part two of uh-huh. whatever. So it was like all these hell episodes. We watched all of it. No one cared. No one cared about Money Heist until it was almost over when like mm-hmm. it was like the show was almost over and the internet, like the internet went crazy <laughs> and they all discovered it. And and then it's a, it was a dub. It's a Spanish. It's from Spain. It's uh-huh. a Spanish show. So it was dubbed in English. Mm-hmm. So it had shitty, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. it was pretty good, but, mm-hmm. but no, 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 not subtitles. I mean, it was dubbed. Uh, yeah, yeah. It had shitty dubbing voiceovers, voiceovers, but it was like still a really fucking great show. Yeah. And then the internet exploded and discovered it. <laughs> And everybody's been talking about it. And me and Silas are like, nigga, we watched that shit in April. (laughs) It's been almost a year. Like, we watched it in April. A year later. (laughs) And so I'm mad that the Mm -hmm. rest of the world is like, season five is coming back. Whoop de whoop. And I'm over here like, nigga, I've been waiting for season five since April 30th. I mean, that's how I feel because I watch all the movies everybody don't watch, period. And it's like, did anybody see? And they'd be like, nah, ain't nobody. And I'm like, so, but it's about such and such. So what did you watch? Tell the people what you okay, watched. So Now's look, your opportunity. I saw this movie on, and it's not, it's not new. So it's it's funny, but it was it was new to me because <laughs> I didn't. And okay, so <clears throat> the movie is called Burden. Uh-huh. Have you seen it? No. Okay. So it stars Forrest Whitaker and Usher, which I was like, how did I not find out about this? Because uh-huh. Usher was in it. But I guess I didn't. Mm. So that's when I really felt old. But that's neither here nor there. The movie's called Burden. It came out in 2018. Mm-hmm. The The idea of it is that Forrest Whitaker plays a pastor. Mm-hmm. They are in Alabama, I want to mm-hmm. say, or Georgia. I think it was Alabama. The idea is that these uh this young guy who's like kind of like orphaned or something, he connects with this older white gentleman uh-huh. and they're clans members, they're Ku Klux Klan members, uh-huh. right? And he doesn't have a father figure, or whatever. This guy comes as a father figure. They purchase this old, like apparently racist movie theater uh-huh. and try and turn it into a Ku Klux Klan museum. Oh wow. And then Force Whitaker and black community are upset about it. They're like, no, picketing and all the stuff. He goes... Don't explain the whole movie. Right. <laughs> you're go- so, you're taking too yeah, long. See, That's I'm not like- a synopsis. <laughs> That's not a synopsis. So a white guy, I mean, you said, so they buy they buy a movie theater, try to make it into a Ku Klux Klan membership. Black people say no. Does it cause a whole uproar in the thing and that's the movie? No, it causes an uproar. The the thing is that the guy tries to like separate his life from the Klansman and he ultimately ends up living with Forrest Whitaker. You just told the whole movie. No. 
You it, told the end. Not, you told the end. It's not because oh, okay. that's not the end. Oh, okay, that's okay, what I'm okay, okay. That, that's like the, the that's the bigger picture. The, the big like you know catalyst or like you know the big uh, shift of the movie. But it goes into. But it was interesting because um, Usher played like a a father. He he played a father of a young boy, and then the guy is like trying to get his life together for this girl that he meets, and pretty much he's like the new. He would be the up and coming like head clansman later in life, mm-hmm. and then at the point where you're trying to now step away from it, mm-hmm. and it's like this whole epic like struggle between mm-hmm. him and the community, and mm-hmm. like this whole thing of like how he realizes like he gets shits on by like mm-hmm. the whole area, mm-hmm. and kind and then he ends up staying in this black family's house. So then it's like, so how old is this movie? 2018. Oh, it's not that old. I thought yeah, it was no, like no, super, no, super no, old. Not super oh, old, oh. but like old that I was like, how did I not hear about this? Like, Because it didn't do well? Yeah. And I think it might have even just like came out straight to, to either DVD. like Netflix. I, it was on, I think, HBO Max. But oh, okay. it's still like, I don't know when it came out. So yeah. I thought it was newer. But then when I like looked into it, I was like, oh, it came out in 2018. Like, oh, okay. But I think it's definitely a must watch because mm-hmm. it's kind of like, it's, it's different and it's a time period movie, but like not super, but it's, I want to say it's like, uh, late eighties, early nineties. Mm. I want to say I got like early nineties vibes mm-hmm. from it, mm-hmm. but it's like in the South. So, so yeah, they're still, still kind of like, weird. you know, it's like sticks. <laughs> Shout out country. to the South. Right. <laughs> whoop, whoop. I need to go. I need to catch flights, not feelings. I'm coming on. <laughs> but it was very interesting and it like had me thinking and, and it's like very, uh, emotionally gripping like it kind of like brings you in into some aspect of uh-huh. it because you're like oh there's parts <laughs> you're just like come on but like it was really good and like usher he's kind of like one of those in between like i want to say maybe a c actor like as far as actors and stuff. now he's old because we haven't mm-hmm. seen him in how long and that's why he was like the daddy figure yeah and i was just kind of like okay wasn't the last movie he was in like that shit where they were like in college <laughs> and niggas was shooting each he other was in high school no and they like what was it where they? Um, I don't remember. The school was shut down, Some and they shit. were like trying to like shoot out with the police. Yeah, oh, something like that. Uh, yeah. I'm like, this is a a, a big <laughs> big comeback, usher. Oh, sure. Okay. And then it was Forrest Whitaker too, so I think Forrest Whitaker kind of like pulled it along. Of and course, I he did. I forgot what it's the white it's the white boy that's in like all this other stuff. There's a bunch of white boys in all kinds of stuff. He's one of the ones, y'all. So he's one of the white boys. Should be like, oh, it's you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wish I knew his name. Maybe I'll look it up later. Maybe right? won't. It's okay. <laughs> Y'all know he a little cute. He he's like the usual little white mm-hmm. trash joint they put in the little movies. Mm-hmm. But it was good. It was a lot of it was a lot of hillbilly shit going on. <laughs> it was a lot of redneck shit. So I'm not even gonna say it's not. <laughs> it was a lot shit. of just like oh, and and it was I, like now thinking back, it was kind of Tyler Perry ish with the little setups of the oh, hair and like man. you know it was a little like okay. But honestly, I just felt like they were trying to show the burnt outness of that. Yeah. Of what that what was really going yeah. on, it wasn't really like oh we couldn't do it. We yeah. just chose not to because they wouldn't do it. You know, yeah. like now they look raggedy yeah. in real life, so we ain't gonna make them look that mm-hmm. nice. And, and I think it was based on a true story or mm. something. And you said this was on what? This is on HBO Max. Yes, <laughs> Burden. Burden. Twenty eighteen. Forest Usher, baby. Usher. The other um, little white boy, but and the other little white boy. The other little white boy. As you can see, our choices of movies are drastically different as <laughs> I'm going to stay in the same uh, crime era realm of drugs and uh, violence 
I also <laughs> discovered another movie of that sort um, on Netflix called um, Operation Odessa. Oh, so lit. It was like a documentary, though. Mm -hmm. So I'm like a super nerd for a documentary about some drug shit. I really uh, am. Uh -huh. Like, I really I really enjoy watching all these people make all this money back in the day. And they uh -huh. were just out like, here, like... Like, uh, going back and telling the story? And how they how these people did all this shit and made all this money. <laughs> right, with no cell phones. With no cell phones. <laughs> with no cell phones, with a pager and a mullet. And right. dirty tennis shoes. They were just out here and a fanny pack and a gun. Ah. Literally, though. <laughs> and like I, 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 my my brain. I I don't know why I have such an affinity for these type of things because <laughs> between Operation Odessa, between like Narcos mm -hmm. and like all of those type of shows, I am such a sucker. So once again, I found <laughs> something of that sort and I got in it. So I'm gonna tell you guys. The trailer had me because it was just this fat white dude come to find out was like Cuban, but he looked white. And I'm mm -hmm. like, what is this white guy talking about? And he's talking about buying submarines from somebody. And he's like, <laughs> literally, I didn't hear if like, and the, the trailer was probably like a minute and a mm -hmm. half, maybe something like that. But it's just him. It's just this one monologue of his, him, him talking. And he's like, some, 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 some. So I, I put in an order for submarines, and the guy said, okay, do you want a submarine with missiles or no missiles? And I was like, nigga, missiles? The fuck they finna blow up? So then I was hooked. I watched the whole thing. So it's pretty much about this Russian guy, this Cuban guy, a Cuban-American guy, mm -hmm. and then a Cuban guy, like a Ricky Ricardo Cuban uh, guy. Cause, cause they're two there. They, yeah. Like a Ricky and like a fucking Weddle and, and, a, and, and a Russian guy. Uh -huh. How in the eighties they were purchasing and selling these like airplanes, helicopters, airplanes, trains, and automobiles, everything you could think of. And then how they stole $10 million from the Cali cartel and got the fuck away with it. When I tell you, I want to tell y'all this whole movie. I want to tell y'all this whole, this whole movie so bad. Oh my God. But uh, that's, that's, and I'm not spoiler alerting. I'm not spoiler <laughs> alerting you that I'm going to do that because that in, in the little synopsis, it mm -hmm. tells you they got away. So I just, I'm telling you what it says on the thing, but it's this, it's these three and the three guys are not dudes that you're like, oh yeah, y'all are homies. Like they're yeah, not the same type of dudes uh -huh. and they all come together. They don't do any time or they do, but they get out. One of them is still on the run and has been on the run nigga for 30 years from the government and from the Cali cartel. He ran off on the plug twice. I was going to say, they over here talking about El Chapo and he, this guy. Speaking of El Chapo, <laughs> that's one part that I will, I will give you part of this movie because I feel like everybody knows who fucking El Chapo is and everybody knows how big he is in this time and the, the role that he plays in still to this day of why we have drugs in every his, country. His wife just got caught up So, too. I know. So, this, in order to do, to conduct one of these deals that they had, mm -hmm. they were getting some helicopters from 
um, Russia. And they pretty much flew over there. They had a plane that opened from the nose. The nose went up and it was just fully like a carrying vessel. Mm -hmm. And the plane, I don't remember the name of the plane or what it was, but the Russian guy was explaining it that it's bigger than a 747. This was like an 86 or mm -hmm. 85 or some shit. And inside of this airplane, this massive like spruce moose, spruce goose, whatever that airplane was like, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that big, huge, oh that I, anyway, <laughs> I think that's the plane that um, uh, J. Edgar Hoover had. Mm. Uh, that big anyway that's oh us. gotcha like a half plane it's, half military yeah thing. it's I it's, imagine those ones that the guys jump out of you know kind of opens and then yeah, they but, like jump but out but you know how big they are is my mm -hmm. point because they can carry all that shit yeah. that's how big this regular plane was uh. and it had two helicopters inside of it and I'm not talking about a little LAPD helicopter. Yeah. I'm talking about military choppers. size choppers mm -hmm. inside of it. So they flew to Russia, like, okay, yeah, we're gonna pick up these helicopters. They get on these, they they get on the plane, the plane goes to take off, and these Russian mobsters come with guns and are like, Y'all niggas ain't taking these planes out of Russia for free. What y'all thought? Bring get them off the plane. The guy is like the 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 the, the, the dude that is the Russian dude that's coordinating this whole thing in hopes of getting those Russian mobsters off their ass, he says, well, this is a deal for El Chapo. So you trying to have that problem or not? Like pretty much. And mm -hmm. he's like, oh, it's for El Chapo? Oh, we trying to do some business with this nigga too. Put him on the phone. So then they're like, <laughs> okay. And right. they have to call the white boy that I said, the widow in Cuba, and he has to pretend like he is El Chapo. And they, so the guy's like, the Russian dude's like, yeah, he, he, you, you wouldn't believe it, but back in the day, he looked like El Chapo. They were both fat and they had these face, and you would never know mm -hmm. that that's not him. And I'm like, nigga, they thought, and they put them side by side. They put their pictures, <laughs> and he low key looked like an El Chapo without like a beard. Uh, yeah. So, and they were like the same kind of like little body build mm -hmm. or whatever. And so the guy's like, you just have to be El Chapo, and this will happen. So they fly the white boy to wherever they were meeting up at and they meet with somebody else that knows he's faking it as El Chapo but he's on and when they get it's on some like nigga you're not El Chapo what's up brother me up? and he's and they're hugging and the guy tells him in his ear act tough just don't say shit else if you say anything just act like you are the hardest biggest motherfucker in here don't don't do, and he's telling all of this in his ear while they're embracing, mm -hmm. and then he's just like, "All right, so do say he just was out there like, I didn't say too much. I just acted how I thought he would act, mm -hmm. and niggas got the deal. They did a deal, <laughs> lying that they were El Chapo, <laughs> bro. I was my mind was blown. I was like, is this real? And that was like midway in the show. So yeah. after that, I was like, I mean, I was already hooked. But after that, I was like, I need to know how this ends yeah. because you just faked being El Chapo right. to some other people and the some other, other people. people who are mm -hmm. like, yeah, I ain't even gonna stall you out, bro. Go ahead, let's embrace it. You just do what you like, gotta do. I don't know if El Chapo sent you as his little Nigga. side person. I, uh, so then, yeah. So then <laughs> that, if that doesn't already get you interested in those two things, like if you're a buff for these type of yeah. movies and type of documentaries, because mm -hmm. it's a documentary, it's not even a movie. Uh, so it's oh, all right. three of episodes. It's though, uh, huh? no, it's one, it's like oh. just like an hour and something. It's oh, okay. um and it's these three people's accounts and how they all worked together and made this shit happen. How much money they used to have. And the one guy that I said is like a That's Ricky Ricardo Cuban. Crazy. He literally is still on the run. They met him in Africa on a runway somewhere. 
They wouldn't even say where he was. They conducted the oh, interview. So they did get him for they, an interview? They conducted an interview on a plane in Africa in a hangar. They wouldn't even tell you where it was. Because it no was background, no nothing. Nothing. Yeah, they didn't show right. anything. They had him in a hangar. All you could see was like a fucking like giraffe outside, like walking around. It was like nothing. I was like, this is and then what's even better is that they interview the two white boys first, the Russian dude mm-hmm. and the other dude, and they're talking to them first. You don't even know you they sh- the way the documentary is set up, you you're thinking that this third person they're talking about is probably dead or probably in jail uh-huh. or something like that. So then when they're like, Do you think he would give us an interview? Both of them are like <laughs> Hell no. Nope. And they mm-hmm. cut to this nigga in a plane, like, <laughs> right. doing the interview. We got the interview. It was amazing. It was mm-hmm. so, like, <sighs> if you liked, um, if you liked that, 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 sh- that movie, Cocaine Cowboys, mm-hmm. then you would love this. Like, if you liked any of those type of interviews, yeah. if, and if any of that type of shit grasps you, because mm-hmm. to me, it's like history, but it's like, that shit just happened. Yeah, it's not that long it's ago. It's not that long mm-hmm. ago. It just happened, and the effects of that they are still, still that money. very much flowing through our country, mm-hmm. and a lot of shit that happens within our community is directly because right. of that. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you you got the people, I don't know, just, like, niggas that think they know shit about the government and think you know and all this stuff and how it's, like, a plot. Like, if you're not thinking about all those countries that they infiltrated and how we shifted guns and money and drugs all it's through these deep. countries mm-hmm. and you don't think that we're faulty or you don't think that there's that so much more going, going on. on. It's not about your boy and your connect who's got the work <laughs> and who's doing this. It ain't about him. He's it's a plug. It's not about Franklin You on, on Snowfall. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's so far beyond that, mm-hmm. and it's like literally the dude next You're door. Just the dude. It's the mm-hmm. neighbor next door that drives a regular ass Mercedes that has like kids. Mm-hmm. That's a regular ass person that right. is like that you was a big, real, real one. no, was big doing shit back in the day, oh, and you're uh-huh. like, what? <laughs> You're like, but that's Bill. You're like, you drive a minivan. You're like, that's Bill, though. Yeah. Like, he walks his dog every Sunday, mm-hmm. and he plays golf with my dad. And you're <laughs> like, nah, that nigga was a fucking, a whole mobster, had, like, right. millions of dollars, and had people on the street doing stuff for you, or, or was moving submarines, and moving helicopters from mm-hmm. Russia. <sighs> I don't know. I get, it's, I love that shit. I, I love it. So, Go watch opera. We took way too long talking about our shows. Right? Because I knew, and that's why I want to talk about the insurrection first, because I knew we was going to do this. So now we only got a little bit to talk about the, the last, the last, the last one. What, what, uh, what's the other, what's the other so show? So what we going to talk about, and what the street's been talking Man. about, is Malcolm and Marie. <sighs> so... If you've seen it, if you haven't seen it, I would suggest watching it. I like to watch things sometimes that people talk about watching. I really don't like to ride the uh, film wave of everybody else. So, because I be watching African movies and all kind of other stuff. <laughs> she so, never watches African movies. She I primarily all the movies from Lagos. shout out to Nollywood. Thank you, because <laughs> they gets me through. But Malcolm and Marie. Literally, I started rethinking my friendships with everybody that posted <laughs> that that shit was good. Period. Because that a, I was bored ten minutes in. You were bored before you were triggered. You were bored. I well, was yeah, it was kind of they drag they drug it on. Twenty minutes in, I'm like, if y'all don't give me something, I was like, all right, no, I'm gonna turn it off. They then gave I'm it like, to you. I said. I have an hour left. Yeah. I was literally counting down 
how much time was left throughout the whole they movie. They showed you in the first five minutes what the whole movie was going to be. So you chose to sit there through that. <laughs> I, had, I had to. No, I know. I but that, had that's, to. That's what they did. They got us with like, okay, it's been 10 minutes of this. It's got to change. Okay, it's been 30 minutes of this. It's got to change. It's a it's, hoodwink. It's been 50 minutes of this. It's got to change. And it's then it wink. never changed. No, it didn't. And, oh, there goes my earring, people. Well, And I thought it was going to be me, y'all. <laughs> it was me. But anyway, see? It didn't like Malcolm and Marie either. Yeah, but. it said, I don't want to talk about this segment. Yeah. Poo! And I'm it out. <laughs> But I feel like the movie was boring. I feel like they were trying to be epic and they fell short. I feel like they just, like, not even, oh, okay. I won't even give them that. They didn't just miss the mark. Like, they missed the mark. Like, they were supposed to go this way for epicness. And then they were like, Hurr! and went that way because... I felt like all the little angles they were trying to do and the little dark shadows they was in and the, down at the hallway and all the stuff, it was not doing what it was supposed to do because all I felt like I was watching my janky two friends that are, that go together fight. And That's was what like, was happening. And, but it's like, oh, it's time for me to go, y'all. Like that. It was, that's when you leave. Yeah. You don't sit there. Yeah. It's like the stuff you don't want to hear people talking about that they're talking about. Because honestly, I felt like even that argument was fake. Yeah. Y'all wasn't petty enough. No. Y'all wasn't intense enough. Mm-mm. Y'all weren't into it. And I felt like it was like, oh, you did this. It was like a theater class reenactment scenario. Y'all do. This is the scene. You guys mm-hmm. just came back from your um film thing and whatever. And personally... As far as the actual movie, I feel like the way it was written, the conflicts that they had, I think that the reason why people like that is their is their they attraction to, to toxicity. Yeah, they related and to the toxicity. And I feel like it normalizes it for it people. Totally did. And I feel like it preyed on people's triggers. And I feel like it was literally a sad adaptation of the representation of what people's sorry ass relationships are now just on TV. Because I felt like how it was that movie that it was about his movie and being thanked. I felt like you could have inserted. Why'd you like that girl's picture? Why didn't you post me on your, your social media? I think why that was didn't the point. You, but, but that's yeah. why I feel like this is a, it, it's, it's not, there's no substance. If you can do that, then what is the uniqueness of this? If, I could fill that in with any conflict and y'all could have this same low key setup of an argument. I like that you, what you said about you could insert, why'd you like this girl's picture? Why'd you, I feel like that point of the movie was supposed, kind of like how, what was that movie that we, about the little girls? And it was like the whole point of the movie. Uh, Sweeties, cuties. Cutie, whatever that was. I feel like it was kind of the same Thing. It just didn't hit the mark, like you said. So start there. But I feel like it was the same type of. Um, that's what they were going for: is to like show you the ugly truth. To like, it was like a mirror of what goes on in everybody, everybody's little daily doors. bullshit relationships. Mm-hmm. But what I don't like about it is that it didn't show a healthy resolution. Yeah. It didn't show a healthy ending. It literally showed, oh. My boyfriend does that bullshit too. Or my girlfriend does that bullshit too. We could insert any kind of little fight and the dialogue would have still been the same. And at the end of the movie, there was nothing learned. Nobody learned no. from that. She didn't learn anything about him. There was no resolve. He didn't learn anything about her. And if they He's, did, they didn't share that. He said thank you at the worst time. He did exactly what we knew that nigga was going to do. He mm-hmm. was going to say thank you when she was when it was already too late. And she acted, she acted like most women 
women do when they're to the point of like, I don't know what to do in this relationship, but I hate it here. Because mm-hmm. she was just, she didn't even take her clothes off when she got home. It was like, they got there and she was already irritated and she was already moving around. And I felt like the whole time it was just about her having an attitude to prove a point, but she was too scared to prove her own point. And she only got the balls to prove her point in small doses. And when she proved her point, it's still, you still didn't even prove it right because you didn't make it. You didn't make your points about you and about what you were feeling necessarily. Mm -hmm. You just made it about what you wanted from him. Mm -hmm. It was like, yeah, you were mad that he didn't cast you. You were mad that he didn't say thank you. You were mad that he chose whatever, but everything was about how it made you feel. And that's how, but I, like, I always try to say I'm a play both sides. I feel like a lot of women do that. A lot Mm -hmm. of women are always, why aren't you thinking about me? Why aren't you thinking about me? But meanwhile, she was always thinking about him. Because I don't know if you noticed that one part in the fight where, like, they were fighting. And it was after she got out the bathtub and she was already, like, in that wife beater and, like, panties. And mm-hmm. they had been smoking outside. And then he gets the review and he's trying to find his phone. Yeah, she's and like, she's like, did you find your phone? And it was like, the fight stopped. And it, it was like they it was moment. it was like they never they never were fighting. And I was like, Toxic. this is a perfect example. <laughs> this to me was a perfect example of what not to be like mm-hmm. and how you guys are just gonna keep enabling this shitty behavior towards each other because you guys feel like because you've dedicated time and effort into each other that you have to deal with it. And she doesn't, and he doesn't, because the way she made that whole thing about her was fucked up. I don't care what you've been going through. That oh, day in that uh-huh. moment and when he got his little shine, I don't give a fuck. That wasn't about you. Mm-hmm. He he should have known way before he won or anything that you <laughs> felt some type of way right. about not being casted in the movie, about not auditioning, right. about him taking mm-hmm. your story and your life and turning you into some fucking character. You should have been spoke right, about that. she said I read all these you uh, don't copies wait. of the script. You don't blah, wait blah, blah. until he gets mm-hmm. his award or whatever right. and then you're like, because it wasn't a surprise at that point. You just it just debuted yeah. for everyone, but it wasn't like, oh, this is new to you. you he did this in secret, and then you're just seeing. Yeah, it. it's and just like, like when oh. when when someone decides to tell you how they to tell you, hey, it bothers me when you fucking leave the toilet seat up, and you're like, oh, what well, bothers me when you do this and you do this? It's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, this is not the time to tell you that. I feel like that du- duality of like, oh, but your phone's right here. I feel like all that showed is y'all toxic cycle of abuse, and that regardless, which a lot of people identify with, which I feel like everybody in a relationship in an argument has had those moments where something trumped over that argument. If y'all got kids, it's like the kids are sick. So we like, we going to focus on, you know, y'all ain't got no attitude towards each other because you're working on the kids. I get there's things, but I feel like that and in those moments. And then you're worried about your phone because you worried about that thing. I would have went and found his phone and threw that shit out of one of them little janky windows into the forest or wherever. But because... Why are you so worried about your phone in the middle of our argument to further either justify how you feel in this or de you because, know or or deny me of how I those feel arguments about it. don't matter to either one of them. Mm-hmm. The fact that she wasn't bothered and the fact that he didn't even think fuck my phone because I'm in the middle of getting into it with the woman that I love and she didn't even stop to get mad. Mm-hmm. She's used to him not caring about just, the fight. Yeah. So it was just, all it did was just show, all it did was validate everybody else's shitty relationship. I think it validates the peop- the the fact that people 
most people are damaged nowadays. I think it validates the people that most people have a need and a want. I feel like this was the comfortable form of therapy for people that will not commit to therapy. Mm -hmm. So this was the comfortable way of feeling like some people, this happens to other people too. And it's like, but what were y'all promoting? What was the love? What was the bond? What was the thing that there had was nothing there. happy about this it was nothing there was it nothing. was literally like i watched my friends argue after we all went out and got drunk and y'all having the drunk convo the drunk argument that sobers y'all mm. down and eventually comes down and then y'all go to sleep and i'm sitting here right. like dang i done sat here till right three in the morning and now i gotta go drive home or whatever because i watched y'all argue trying right. to be chill and just sit here right. but then it's like Y'all ain't worried about me. Y'all back Y'all back in the bed together. Because at the end of the day, all it did was show you that your uh, toxic friends and their toxic relationship are going to stay toxic <laughs> until they decide to not be toxic. Like real yep. shit. That's all that that movie really showed you. If it didn't teach you anything else, it should teach you don't get involved in your toxic friends' toxic shit. Because they're just going to stay toxic. They're just going to keep going through it. And when you see them being toxic and then being cool and then being toxic and then being friends again... They're in it and they're not going to get out of it. And the right. more you try to tell them to get out of it, they're not going to. Mm-hmm. And you know why I could say that? I did that. I was in it for a long time and I wouldn't get out. And she used to yell at me and she used to say stuff to me. <laughs> and I would just be there like, oh, I'm in here. And when I watched that movie, I was triggered because I was mm-hmm. like, that was me. That I feel was like it me. It triggers everybody. To it some does. Extent. Yeah, it, I feel like it was the one of the most triggering movies we've had in 2021 because we haven't had that many movies mm-hmm. yet. And so this is going to be our age, one. and that the, the actors are the same, similar age, and I feel like it's just all it hits all too common, especially after quarantine and people yes. being in everybody's face and all that, whatever. Yeah. But people anyway. figuring out all their toxic shit through the quarantine, but. You know, hopefully the quarantine will be over pretty soon. I heard by the summer, right. shit's supposed to be normal. We'll talk about we'll that next see. week. Um, well, anyways, thanks for joining us, guys. Once again, thank you for showing us support, coming and watching us, calling in, everything. Uh, we're here every other Wednesday at 7 p.m. Um, you know, we're out. See you guys later. Thank you for coming. Good night. Peace out.